Whoa, nice suit, Joel. Thanks. My mom got it pressed for me and everything. Are you going to a wedding or something? Nope, we're doing something different this morning on Kids Corner. But that doesn't explain anything. Hold on, Trev. We're starting? Okay, I'll let him know. Right, who are you talking to? The producer. He says we're going to be live in a few seconds, and you should probably get into a suit. Where am I supposed to get a suit? Who knows? But we're live in five, four, three, Welcome to Jerusalem Daily, where spreading the news is good and the good news is spreading. I'm Brian Wesley. It's been a short while since Jesus of Nazareth disappeared from his tomb and his followers maintain that it's because he, quote, has risen. Hmm. He has risen indeed. Being a member of the press, it's my job to remain neutral in these matters. But can you imagine? I mean, really, I mean, <clears throat> as the story develops, it seems that there's a new trend amongst Christ's followers. We turn to Jay with the story. Thanks, Brian. I'm standing here outside one of the houses where the followers of Jesus have been meeting. There's been quite the development the past few days that has led up to this point, and so I think we should start from there. Three in the afternoon, God's Temple, Jerusalem. This gatehouse is one of the main ways to enter the temple and worship the God of Israel. Jews and Gentiles pass by here regularly, and it's a perfect place for a beggar like this one to make a few coins. Hey man, I can't walk. Can you help me buy some food? Just a little bit of silver. It was then that I saw two of Jesus' best friends, Peter and John, coming up the road to the temple. I tried to get an interview, but before I could talk to them, the beggar called out to him. Hey, gentlemen, before you go pray to God, maybe help a guy out? Got any money? Take a look at us, friend. Yeah? We don't have gold or silver, but what I do have, I will give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Walk? I can't. Wait, let go. I'm going to fall. I can't. No, no. My legs, my feet, they... I can walk? Look at me, everyone. I can walk. God is amazing. God is so great. I can run. I can jump. Catch me if you can. I can run. Look at me. It was quite the experience. I still can't believe it. Yes. Well, it might be a trick, you know, like a stooge or something. That's what I thought, Brian. But I asked around, and everyone who was from around there knew who he was. And turns out, he's been lame since he was born. I mean, that's a little harsh, don't you think? Lame. Like, he can't walk lame. Oh, right. <laughs> well, very interesting story, Jay. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Jerusalem Daily, your news 2,000 years later. Before the break, we were with our field correspondent, Jay, following up on the miraculous healing of a lame man at the gates of the temple. That's right, Brian. And that event sparked off a full-blown sermon from Peter. Here are some of the highlights. Why are you all surprised? You look at us as if we were so godly we had superpowers that made this guy walk. The God we worship in this very temple gave his son this power. Yes. Jesus of Nazareth, the one you all decided deserved to die. You put him on a cross, and he died, but God brought him back to life, and we have seen him. And it's by his name and the faith that he brings that this man has become able to walk. So follow Jesus. Turn away from your sin and follow him today. Pretty strong words coming from a guy who in that very place denied ever knowing Jesus. Very true, Brian. Obviously, the forgiveness that he's found through Jesus has made him a new man. In fact, he didn't seem the least bit scared when the temple authorities had him arrested. Wait, 
arrested? That's right. They kept Peter and John overnight and met with them in the morning. I wasn't able to attend the meeting, freedom of the press being what it is these days, but I was able to interview a young woman who was able to attend. Here's what she had to say. So the priests and the leaders of the temple brought out the two disciples and started asking them questions. Who are you? And where are you from? How in the blazes did you make this old guy, who hasn't walked a day in his life, run around and jump, and even stand there next to you? You know, the obvious questions. And what did they say? They told it straight. They said it was by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who God raised from the dead, after you priest had killed them, by the way. Obviously, the priest didn't like that. But when they ordered the disciples to stop talking about Jesus, Peter turned to them and said, what's the right choice? Listen to God or I'll listen to you? Well, you figure that out. We're gonna go keep talking about the wonderful things God has shown us. That's quite the statement from Peter. What kind of discipline did the authorities give the disciples? None as far as I can tell, Brian. Turns out when you pull off a miracle like healing a guy who hasn't been able to walk for 40 years, nobody's got much of a leg to stand on when it comes to punishment. True, true. We'll get back to this developing story in a moment, but first, a message from our sponsors. And we're back with Jerusalem Daily Bible News as it happens, more or less. This morning's story, Peter and John went to pray. They met a layman on the way. He asked for alms, held out his palms, and Peter had a whole lot to say. Our reporter Jay is out on assignment. Jay, are you there? Copy that, Brian. I'm here outside the house where Christian believers have gathered after Peter and John healed a lame man near the temple gates. The priest had no choice but to let the two go, and the news of the miracle has spread the news of Jesus to all corners of the city. And what are Peter and John doing now? It seems that they've been leading a prayer meeting, and let me tell you, it's been an event. What do you mean? Did someone bring coffee cake or something? That's pretty great, but I meant that they all prayed so hard that the Holy Spirit shook the house. Literally or figuratively? Maybe both. All I know is suddenly all of the Christians started sharing their stuff with each other. I had a chance to talk with Peter about it, and here's what he had to say. It's a great movement of God's Spirit in His people. We're just overcome by love for one another, and if someone needs something, someone else makes sure that they have it. Jesus is at work here, and there's just no other way to see it. In fact, people have started to sell their property and bring in the money to help people pay for what they need. Look at what our friend Joseph just brought us from selling his field. This will help so many people. He truly is a blessing. The poor being cared for and the rich being generous. I know we don't usually broadcast good news, this being the media and all, but this, truly incredible. That's right. And, oh, hold on. I think I hear someone talking. Uh, let's listen in. What do you mean you don't want to? Don't you see how popular people are when they sell all the land and give it to the disciples? I just don't, okay? It's my land. If I want to sell it and keep the money, it's my business. Well, yeah, sure. But don't you want to be like Joseph? I hear they're giving him a cool nickname and everything. This community is going to get big. Real big. Don't you want history to remember your generous gift? The story of Ananias and Sapphira. The people who gave. I mean, that does sound good. But you know what? I can get a lot for the land. I hear Rome is looking to put in a new road, and I can get top dollar from them. What's your point? I make bank, give the church the normal price for my land, and keep the extra as a little... You know. I mean, you've had your eye on that new tapestry for the living room. You know what? I knew there was a reason I married you. I'll go make the arrangements. See you later. Whoa. I guess there are some people who really aren't giving because God is moving in their hearts. 
Sounds to me like the attention is what they're paying for. Interesting. As always, we'll be relying on you to keep us up to date as this situation unfolds, Jay. You got it. I'm dying to find out what happens next. Us too. We've got to make another station break, but don't go away. More news to follow. Welcome back to Jerusalem Daily, our news, your time. When we last left off, we had learned that people were selling their property and giving the money to the poor. We also learned that though most were doing this out of love, a couple of people were just looking out for themselves. Jay has the story. Jay? Jay? Huh? Oh, hey. What's the matter, man? You're on. Yeah, uh, you remember that couple, Ananias and Sapphira? Yeah, the ones who were going to sell the land and keep some money for themselves? Well, about three hours ago, I was able to record what happened when Ananias brought his gift. Uh, Roll tape. Great Apostle Peter. Pete's sake, it's good to see you. Um, hi Ananias. What's up? You know, I saw the other people in the church selling their land and giving all the money to you to help the poor. And, well, my wife and I talked about it, and we figured, you know, we have some land, and here's what we got for it. I see. Hmm. You got this much for it? Not a drachma more. I mean, it's a sacrifice, but anything for the Lord, right? Ananias, how could you do this? Did I tell you to sell the land? Did I tell you to give us all of the money for it? No, I suppose it's just my giving nature. Fueled by the Holy Spirit, of course. No, this isn't the full amount. You're lying. And not just to me, but to God himself. But I... He died? Yeah. I had to cover him up and carry him out and everything. No wonder you were so out of it earlier. How did his wife handle it? She doesn't know, but she's about to. Here she comes. Uh, I don't have a good feeling about this, Brian. I think I'm going to have to give it back to you in the studio. Probably wise, Jay. It's never a good idea to try to fool God. He's all-knowing and nothing gets past him. He knows you better than anyone ever could. And he loves you more than you could ever imagine. That's what makes him a great father. We've seen that he can heal the lame, give people great courage, forgiveness, generosity, and love. We also learned that when we try to lie to him, it's never a good plan. If you want to read more on this story, check out the book of Acts in your Bible, starting in chapter 3. And from all of us here on the Kids' Corner, this is Brian Wesley. Have a good weekend.